Hello guys and welcome to yet another episode of Muscle Talks Radio. This is episode number 5 and in this one we're going to be talking about the effects of alcohol in terms of bodybuilding and kind of just general health and fitness and kind of the effects of it and how you can minimalise those effects. So if you are someone that likes a drink, as I'm sure most of us do, stay tuned. But first of all I wanted to start with kind of an injury update on myself and also a little bit about my new 10-week training programs and nutrition plans which are available. So I'll start with myself, my kind of injury. So we are now into week five of six, luckily. So I get to see the consultant again on the 20th of March. I currently have 60 degrees movement in my left knee now. Most of the swelling's gone down. Um, I'm starting to do a couple more sort of rehabilitation exercises, things like your side leg lifts and front leg lifts, so I can preserve as much muscle as I can. So I'm doing those sort of two to three times a day. So I'm also taking, um, it's called uh, Mobilize by Bulk Powders. So it contains a lot of different compounds which are designed to help your joints specifically. Things like glucosamine sulfate, ginger, vitamin C, and even uh, turmeric extract something which I came across probably week one of my recovery. So they've been going well. I mean, I'm not sure how much they're helping in truth, but I've noticed of a little kind of aches and pains that I had in my elbows and things like that, and shoulders have gradually gone away over the course of the six weeks. So although I've hated it, I suppose this kind of four, five, six-week layoff has been a good recovery time for my body. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling motivated to get back to it now. There might be probably another four weeks post seeing the consultant just because I'm not at 90 degrees movement yet. So for things like walking and sitting down, it's kind of essential that you get that range of movement back before putting any weight through it. My prediction is I'll be back kind of towards the beginning of May, but that will still only be light duties probably. So maybe even June that I'm back to full fitness, if you like, if you want to call it that. But like I say, I'm feeling positive just in the fact that I am a bit more mobile in it now. Each time I go back to see the physio, it's kind of like a next step. Obviously, all progress is good progress at this stage. I'm just keeping my mind on the task, making sure I'm not doing anything that's going to affect my recovery too much. But yeah, that's me, guys. Not really much to report there that I haven't already and things like my Instagram and my previous podcast episodes. The next thing I wanted to talk about was my 10-week online coaching package. So maybe last week I did a poll on my Instagram to say, have you had a personal trainer before? If yes, what did you think about it? And if you haven't had one, would you like to have one? And what's preventing you from having one if you haven't already started taking the steps towards hiring one? I was quite fascinated to know that it was about 90-95% of people said it was either a money problem they couldn't just afford a personal trainer, or confidence. So taking this as my kind of market research, if you like, I decided, well, what can I do that will address both of those things? Well, for start off, what I can do is use my knowledge to write a training program for somebody, a full nutrition plan that they can follow on a daily basis alongside the training program, which will help them then to increase their confidence not just in the gym environment, but in everyday life as well, all while working towards any goal they might have. And it doesn't cost a lot of money. For £30, 
so that's just £3 a week, you can have your own fully personalised training and nutrition plan in full detail with full access to me as a fully qualified personal trainer. For a start off, we'll have one scheduled check-in session a week. Preferably, we'll do that through video call. So on things like FaceTime or I use Instagram videos quite a lot just because you know, it's quite easy or Messenger or something like that. And then you'll have my number so see we can text to and fro if you need help with something, if you're not sure on an exercise. Eventually, the website will be up and running. So we'll have a full index of exercises. So that'll be kind of your first port of call. But in the meantime, that's how it's going to work. If you do want more details on that, comment me your email address or send me a DM on Instagram or even on Facebook or anything if you have me on there. Um, I probably am more active on Instagram, so you're more likely to get a quicker response on there. There are no set start and finish dates. What I'll do is keep a log of each individual client. I'll track when you started, when we have our check-ins, uh, any differences in like weight and progress pictures. So they'll all be in a little file dedicated to you. So when, at the end of the 10 weeks, we can look back and see how your physique and your kind of mindset and your confidence has improved or changed. If that sounds good to you, then get in touch with me, as I mentioned earlier. We'll set the ball rolling and see what we can achieve together. Okay, so moving on to the topic of today's podcast, which is alcohol in bodybuilding and kind of the relationship between the two and the effects that it can have on the body, not just in a bodybuilding sense, but also from like a fitness professional point of view. This is a topic that I find completely relevant in today's society. And this has definitely been a podcast that I have thoroughly enjoyed making, including all the research that I've done and using the knowledge that I already have to put this together. It really has been quite beneficial. So I'm hoping that you guys can take something from it. In short, I'm not trying to sort of dissuade people from drinking alcohol, I'm just trying to educate you as to the effects it can have on the body if you do it regularly and in excess regularly. To start off, we'll talk about alcohol reducing your body's ability to recover effectively. It can do this, as we know, because it's a depressant, which means it's a relaxant to the brain. It causes your central nervous system to slow down in terms of sending and receiving hormones and even hormone production. It slows protein synthesis, for example, which is the process by which new proteins are formed that enable our muscles to grow and repair effectively. By lowering testosterone levels, it also reduces the uh, release of naturally produced growth hormone in the body, which are two ingredients needed for protein synthesis. I couldn't find an example of this for females, so I presume it would work the same in terms of your growth hormone, because everyone has that. So the slower that protein synthesis can happen in the body, the longer it will take to recover from the following workouts. Now, as I said earlier, we will cover how to reduce the effects of alcohol in terms of everything that we're going to talk about today. So if you're more interested in that, Look out for the timestamp in the description and you can just skip to that part. Now we're going to talk about hydration, how alcohol will dehydrate the body, which obviously is not optimal for bodybuilding. So it actually reduces the amount of antidiuretic hormone, which is just a hormone that will push fluids around the body, 
which therefore water is pushed out of the body more rapidly than if we had normal production of that hormone. Now, I don't know how many of you have seen the Ronnie Coleman documentary on Netflix, but there's a part in there by, with Kevin Lavrone that he says, leading up to one of his first uh, Olympia wins, or it may have even been the Arnold Classic, he actually went to Kevin Lavrone's room and they did shots of vodka together. This is because, obviously, the alcohol being the diuretic will dehydrate the body. Now, attention, competitive bodybuilders, that will help to bring out your conditioning. So instead of taking like diuretic tablets, you can do a limited amount of shots of a spirit that will give you the desired results to dry you out before a show, which is why Ronnie Coleman and Kevin Leverone did that. Just one of the many bodybuilding secrets that we can learn from that generation of bodybuilders. The process of dehydration occurs in the kidneys, I believe, with, like all hormones, the ADH being produced from the hypothalamus part of the brain. So again, that comes back to the reduction in hormone release from the brain due to it slowing down the CNS system. Definitely not uh, not looking good at this point, is it? Then we've got your physique. So how alcohol can affect your physique. I mean, I suppose obviously the main one is the beer belly. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about those who you know go out every once in a while to enjoy a drink with their friends. That's not going to give you a beer belly at all. I'm talking more if you go out every weekend and drink to excess, especially if you drink a lot of pints and lager and things like that. There are multiple reasons why you can get a beer belly, and this is probably something that I find the most fascinating, is that primarily it will be through the excess calories that you consume. Just like your macronutrients, which we touched on in episode 3, it has a set number of calories per gram. In your typical sort of lager, you know, for your pint drinkers, there are seven calories per gram in the alcohol. Whereas if you're drinking more distilled spirits, they have much fewer calories. So all your vodka drinkers, for example, there are two calories per gram in vodka. Bearing in mind that's before you add the often sugary mixer. So they're adding that to your daily calorie intake. If you're not conscious of that anyway, then that can make a massive difference. A further reason you might get a beer belly would be alcohol will actually reduce fat burning because what your body will do is prioritise the burning of the alcohol over any stored fat you might have from fuel you've taken in in your diet. In addition to there being a much higher risk of a beer belly through the reduction of your testosterone levels, studies have shown that there is a direct link between low testosterone and obesity. There is actually 52% of males who are obese who have been tested and have much lower testosterone levels than the average which is something that's quite amazing really that's something that I would never have thought of but it all makes sense due to it slowing down your central nervous system obviously relaxing the brain reducing the amount of testosterone you produce in males of course it can actually lead to obesity dehydration and your beer belly Obviously, beer belly being slightly different to obesity, but hey, it all adds up, doesn't it? So, what can we do to aid those things? If you do drink alcohol, unfortunately, there isn't a lot we can do about these effects, but there are things we can do to minimalise what effect they have on the body. First thing I thought of, and something that I do try to do myself if I can remember, is to drink water before you go to bed. Probably the easiest thing to do. Have maybe a, a litre, two litre bottle of water by your bed. So when you get in, you can just swig that as you go to bed. 
it is important to swig it and not down it because obviously you make yourself feel sick and that can happen anyway when you drink alcohol. As I'm sure many of us are aware, you could even have a protein shake upstairs by your bed ready to make or a protein bar, just something that will kind of get the protein back into your body because drinking alcohol can help you go into a catabolic state. It will suppress your appetite so you know you won't feel hungry. Therefore, there's a higher chance that your body will then break down the proteins that you use to help your muscles recover to act as fuel. If you don't remember to do that, make sure you have a high-protein breakfast. Obviously, your typical English breakfast will be fine. The healthier, the better, if you can help it. Do not drink a coffee with your breakfast because that will just add to your dehydration because coffee is diuretic again, so that's not going to help. In addition to that, you can drink uh, electrolyte powder, depending on how deep you're into your bodybuilding. Just one or two scoops with your water and again sip it, that will help with the rehydration. As well as throughout the day, if you know you're going to be going out that night and drinking, try and stay as hydrated as you can. This will kind of give you a bit of a head start when it comes to kind of the rehydration process and also the dehydration of the alcohol. The more sort of fluid you've got circulating, the longer it will take to dehydrate you. So just keep that in mind. But it's important to know that any of these effects that alcohol does have on the body are not permanent. It's just dependent on how well you can manage them. So if you drink alcohol, unfortunately, you are probably going to go through and experience some of these effects regardless of what level you do drink on. My advice is to keep it to a minimum. Uh, it's easier said than done sometimes, but have fun. As I said earlier, I'm not trying to put any of you off from drinking alcohol. My aim here is to educate you into how you can kind of tackle the hangover the next day, if you like, and how to sort of minimalise any lasting effects you might have. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this one. I did enjoy making it myself. Any feedback you might have on YouTube, drop us a like. Subscribe to the TD Training YouTube channel. You can also find it on Apple Music, Spotify, and of course I will put all the links and things in my description on my Instagram. Tag me on your Insta stories. Let me know what you think. Let me know you're listening. And I appreciate all the feedback I can get. It just helps me to improve the service that I can give to you guys. Also, any topics you guys want to hear, you might not, not be sure on drop me a message and i'll be sure to sort of look into those because as much as this is helping me deliver different things and you know different sort of educations for people i do want to make it relevant to what you guys want to hear you know i'm trying to keep it as modern and kind of fluent as i can like i say any any help with that i'm much much appreciated hope you all have good rest of the week i know this is a wednesday that i'm going to be releasing this on so Happy hump day, halfway through the week. Hope you enjoy the rest of it. Looking forward to the weekend. And I will see you in the next episode.